Hello, and welcome to Witchy Woman Podcast. I'm your host, Danae Sweet, and this is episode 64. Today, I thought I would go over something that I'm calling quarantine witchcraft. (laughs) Um, We're all stuck at home, or a lot of us are. I am sending out all the good juju I can for those of you that still have to go out and um, be exposed to the virus. I worry about everybody constantly. I digress. Um, The reason I wanted to do this specific um, topic was because I've been getting a lot of messages on um, how to do spells if you don't have this or that. And I thought I would do a whole episode about things in your kitchen, things in your house that we can totally use in witchcraft. And you can keep using these things. You don't have to switch back to the commercial versions of anything. You can totally be uh, a... a quarantine witch, I guess, um, for a better, for a lack of a better word. But, um, so what I did is I just went straight to my kitchen and I brought a notebook and I wrote down just some of the herbs and spices that I've got in there and then wrote down what they can do. What can I use them for? Um, I went through my spice cabinet, some of my baking stuff. I did go in my bathroom and was like, hmm, what can I use in here? <laughs> um, so I have a big list for everybody and I will make sure that I get a blog, blog post put up so that you can um, revisit this without having to listen to the episode over and over, which if you want to listen to it over and over, be my guest. That's great. It just bumps up my ratings. So woohoo. <laughs> um, I want to put out this first. Um, if I am a little less active in the groups or anything, don't be alarmed. I'm just really tired. <laughs> I am an introvert. I love my alone time and quarantine has given me the opposite. Everyone is home. Um, my, my daughter was already being homeschooled, but she usually would get out and go see her boyfriend, you know, one or two days a week. She would go do things, which I love her to death, but I do also love my alone time. <laughs> and my husband, um, um, has to still go to work. We, uh, he, he is a, a rancher and right now all the mama cows are having babies. So he's out at the ranch, um, till late, uh, doing ranchy stuff, taking care of the babies, the sick ones, helping mamas have babies if they need a little help, that sort of thing. It's really exhausting for him. So he's tired and grumpy. (laughs) I'm tired and grumpy. Maddie's tired and grumpy. So I have kind of just tried to do a little more self-care and a little more me time stuff. Even if it's like, I've literally locked myself in the bedroom and told them I was taking a nap. And instead I like wrote in my journal. I listened to music. I read books. I just kind of hung out here all by myself. Well, Pablo and and Freddie were with me, (laughs) but I told them I was sleeping and then turned off my notifications on my phone so that they didn't see me online. And I can say this because I know that they do not listen to this podcast. (laughs) So anyway, that's how I'm getting my quiet time, my alone time. Um, So any of you with a big old family struggling with needing time alone, oh my god, I empathize so very deeply. (laughs) This is week six for me, not going outside this town. And oh my god, I cannot wait. Like, I don't miss being around people for the most part. I do want to go see, like, Taryn and I want to go see my grandma after this, but, um, I just miss getting out of this town. (laughs) So I probably am going to get a lot weirder as time goes on. I bought 
glitter shoes the other day and I wear them in the house because of my heel lift because I have one leg that's a tiny bit shorter than the other and I decided since I'm in the house I should all the time now I should probably wear shoes to help me have less back pain. I have no idea why I decided that was information you guys needed to know but um, I think that might be just the weirdness anyway. Um, I did get, we're, we're going to do apocalypse hair. So in the WW Coven, I posted a while ago, like what color of hair should I change my hair to? Cause I'm done. I need something crazy or I'm going to end up with bangs and I do not pull off bangs that well. Um, so to spare my hair from bangs, I decided a color. So I think we're going to either go purple or blue or purple and blue. I have both colors coming and the bleach came two days ago. So I'm going to have apocalypse hair. Um, I have big plans of my unicorn onesie uh, making an appearance around town. I got, oh, we got sidewalk chalk so that Maddie and I can go decorate our sidewalk and maybe do one of those because one of those sensory uh, things for the kids, like they do the hopscotch and then the balance beam on the little line on the on the on the ground with chalk. So we have right next to our house is like one of the main places. For some reason, everybody decides to walk their kids because they walk their kids now like they used to walk their dogs. <laughs> so so I thought maybe it'd be kind of cool to put something out on the sidewalk for them to like hopscotch and and do some th stuff. So that's coming. Um, if I have to be in here much longer, I'm going to probably get out all my Halloween decorations and decorate at least the outside of the house so it's pretty and has green and purple lights. Um, <laughs> I talk to myself normally, but even with them in the house, I have started, I think that's like, I've ramped that up a little bit. I've noticed I'll be just talking to myself and my husband will just stare at me and then I'll realize he, he's staring at me and like what he's like who the hell are you talking to I'm like myself <laughs> I don't know please tell me I'm not the only one getting like kind of like a lot weirder than normal because we're stuck in one space oh, I just had to get that out I'm getting real weird up in here guys um I am trying to stick to some kind of routine. For me, um, forcing myself to do stuff, I'm like a child. It really pisses me off and then I don't want to do it. <laughs> so I have been uh, meditating probably four or five times a week, doing yoga, try to do that daily, but that doesn't happen either. Maddie and I moved in all of my exercise equipment from the she shed and put it in the house because let's be honest, I don't like exercising in the she shed because in the summer it's hot as shit in there and there's bugs and the wintertime it's cold as shit. So we decided, screw it. We don't need a dining table. So we're getting rid of our dining table. And we basically moved um, what is our version of a hamster wheel into our cage so that we can work off some excess energy. <laughs> But I do feel better. Like today was the first morning that I woke up and it was all there and I used it and ugh. I do feel better. I did the whole thing. I meditated. I did yoga. I did my cardio and then some weights and stretched again. And I honestly feel mentally and physically pretty damn good at this moment. Te check with me 10 minutes from now and it'll probably be different. But for right now, in this moment, I feel pretty good. <laughs> so, um, 
I would love to know what you guys are doing to cope. Like, what are your coping mechanisms? Right now, snacking seems to be one of my go-tos. I'm an emotional eater. So anything. Like, the other day, I didn't have any snacks. So I found crackers, like saltine crackers, and put jelly on them. And that was my snack. (laughs) Hubby did just just get to go to the grocery store and get an order for us. Um, So I have snacks now. So everybody, you can, you know... Sigh, a big sigh of relief. I have snacks. The end of the world is not here quite yet. (laughs) Um, Thank you to everybody who has been checking in on me. I really, really appreciate it. I didn't realize how many people um, actually, I don't know, give a shit. (laughs) Or, Or, you know, I just feel it's really nice. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to ask me how I'm going or distract me with beautiful kitty cat pictures or screaming children or something funny like it's all funny and interesting to me because right now I'm just seeing the insides of the walls of this house and then when the wind dies down I can go outside a little bit for a walk um reason being I can't go outside much right now is because I am a severe allergy sufferer and about what was it last year two years ago I got influenza A and pneumonia and it really hurt my lungs and now when I get allergy things, it really goes to my lungs and I need an inhaler. So that's kind of not a fun thought during the stupid virus thing. So I'm trying to stay inside and not have bad allergies so that I'm not wigging out about the what ifs. Oh my god. I I know that these are my symptoms. Like I know that my allergy symptoms are sneezing, runny eyes, a, a slight dry cough because my throat will get a little you know, dry. And eventually I will have a cough from allergies. It's these stinking trees. Cedar trees are like my kryptonite. And this town has a shitload of them. So it's like a psychological game. I could go out and I could get sick and still be able to be outside, but then I'd be inside sick worrying if I had COVID-19, which I know in my stinking head, that's not what it is. But like other day, uh, yesterday, Maddie and I went on a really nice walk with the dogs, and we had to, we walked through town. It was, it was so beautiful, and I ended up coming home and have had a cough since. So, I'm going to take care of myself and stay inside. Holy hell, I rambled on a really long time about my allergies, so sorry about that. (laughs) Jesus, I'm getting really weird, and I am so sorry. Okay, let's get into the actual reason I, uh, started talking was to go over quarantine witchcraft tips. (laughs) Okay, everybody should have at least salt and pepper in your spice cabinet. I mean, a lot of people might not if you're not like a spice type or if you're not a salt and pepper person, but I'm going to guess the majority of you have that or at least can have access to that. So, salt is amazing for cleansing and protection and healing as well. If you're going to do a healing spell, use salt. Use salt as in a in a little offering bowl, a Tupperware bowl, whatever you got, um, and and use that. You can put it like they do in the movies. You can put it on your window sills, your door frames to protect your house physically. You can do a, a salt uh, ring around you while you do rituals to protect. It's a very versatile tool. I use it also in baths. Like if I'm going to take a bath, I usually add a little bit of sea salt or even just table salt with the iodine, the iodized salt. Um, you can totally use that too. 
Um, and then we have pepper. So I'm talking about black pepper for right now. So black pepper is amazing for banishing. It's great for protection. It's a really, really strong protection herb. Strength, confidence. Um, if you want to stop some gossip, um, black pepper is amazing <laughs> tool for that sort of thing. If you, if you have a stopping gossip spell and I ask for all these different herbs and all you have is black pepper, that is the perfect ingredient. Um, so the next thing that I saw in my cabinet was some cayenne powder, some cayenne pepper, and that is really great for empowerment. It's a romance. That's a spice that spices up your romance or your bedroom life. Um, it also can speed up your spell results. So it's kind of like an accelerator. Use this in moderation. It has a big punch when you use it in spells. Um, and be careful when you're screwing around with it. If you touch your hands, in the powder, do not touch your mouth. I have touched my eyes and my lips when using uh, cayenne pepper and it, it was bad. Let's just say that. I had really watery red eyes and then like one of my upper, like one side of my upper lip got all big and poofy, like those collagen lip injection things. It, it was ridiculous. So take it from me. Don't touch your face. If you're going to use cayenne pepper, and right now we're not supposed to touch our face anyway, even though I swear I touch my face like 10 times every minute. It's awful. So the next thing that I thought was probably a common herb was rosemary. Rosemary is one of my absolute favorite herbs to work with because it is so very versatile. You can use it for uh, blessings or consecrations. So if you're going to bless something, you want to bless your home, you want to, you get a new tool. So say you ordered some kind of magical tool, say it's a um, an athame, and you got it off Etsy, now you have it home and you want to know how to cleanse it. You don't have any sage, you don't have anything to sage it with, or that, if that's your current method of clearing or blessing or consecrating a tool, you can burn rosemary instead. It is. It smells good when you burn it. I actually really, really like it. Um, what else is it good for? Oh, fairy magic. If you work with the fae, this is the perfect herb for fae magic. Um, it's for healing, love, and also purification. So I actually will use rosemary. I have rosemary like herb sticks that I use just like sage, and I will purify and cleanse the energy in my home with rosemary often. The next, the next one that I found was nutmeg and nutmeg is for luck, uh, abundance spells, money spells, that sort of thing. It's also for like success. If you're working on manifesting a successful business, a successful test, you're taking a test or something like that and you want to manifest success, that's a great herb for it. Um, also for breaking curses. So I know right now, um, just because we have this situation, this virus situation going on, doesn't mean that your normal witchy lives stop. We're still, some of us are still going to need to curse or uncurse or whatever. And there are plenty of herbs in your cabinet to do these things. And nutmeg is one of them. It's a breaking curse type or a breaking a hex uh, herb. 
And as far as how you use these is up to you. You can put them in an altar bowl and not burn them at all. Just have them present during your spell. You can sprinkle them over a hot charcoal and burn them. You can roll a candle in some oil and then the herbs. So it's kind of like dressing a candle. You can use it that way. It's kind of whatever you want to do. Um, okay. So the next one is ginger. Ginger is for healing, new beginnings. It also adds, adds like strength and potency to your spells. I really love ginger uh, for a, a new moon, like a new beginning type thing. I really, really like that herb to work with during a new moon. Uh, basil is next. Basil is for business or money. So anything you got to do with your if you have a home business and you are having a problem with sales right now, as probably all of us are, um, you could do a prosperity prosperity spell and include basil in it. And it would really be uh, a good herb for that. Dill is for luck, also for money, romance, and also for protection. So it's another one of those herbs. You could get all these ones that are for protection and put them all in a mix and you'd have your own little special incense mix that you could burn over a charcoal. Um, garlic. I figured all of us have like garlic powder at least or garlic salt. And garlic is amazing for removing stalkers, getting people to leave you the hell alone. Um, it's for, uh, to protect against psychic vampires. If you have somebody in your life that's sucking the life out of you right now, they may not be aware of it. A lot of, I think a lot of psychic vampires aren't exactly aware of what they're doing. So this is a great way to protect yourself from them. And it also can dissuade thieves. <laughs> um, I don't know where you guys are at here. So far, we haven't had any thefts or anything big, but I know like in a town a couple hours ago, somebody's like garage got broken into and they took toilet paper and beef <laughs> from their freezer. So maybe it right now, it wouldn't be a bad idea to do some kind of spell or use a, use the garlic powder as a protective barrier around your, your property. Cinnamon is next. Um, and I have both. I have like the powder and then I noticed I do have sticks and it's a beautiful, love herb, lust herb as well, um, money and healing. So this is a really great herb. If I am not feeling, I don't know, if I wake up and I just feel like that sacral chakra area is not as passionate as it should be. If I'm like just, I don't have that spark today. If I just feel bleh, I will put a little bit of cinnamon in my coffee and that helps fire up your sacral chakra. It helps fire up the creative center in your body and in your your aura so that maybe you can get some stuff done, which I have used a lot lately, to be honest. <laughs> uh, let's see, what's next? Oh, chili powder. So chili powder wards off unwanted visitors. So again, you could use it as a sprinkle barrier on your, like at your doors, or you could use it as in the spell and burn it. Vanilla is something else I thought maybe a lot of people had, and I have it, I noticed, I have it in the, a couple different bottles of the liquid, and then I have some vanilla powder that I will sometimes sprinkle in my coffee. <laughs> um, uh, I'm not a baker, though. Maddie's the baker, so she's the one that has all the baking stuff. So I was like, oh, I have, van I have vanilla. <laughs> Neat. I did only, I only thought I had it in the powder. Anyway, <laughs> 
Vanilla is for beauty, happiness, self-love, and romance. So if you're doing some kind of spell to help you uh, embrace a little more self-love, this is a beautiful uh way to use vanilla. Put it in a roller bottle with a little bit of fractionated coconut oil or whatever oil you got around and put that on um, your pulse points and that is supposed to help you and your self-love and of that heart chakra healing and also it helps uh, soften and open up those chakras for uh, your partner too if they're around you. Um, What else? Oh baking soda. So Baking soda is a really cool, I use it in so much shit. So baking soda is used for banishing. You can just use, put it in a, like a warm water mix and you can wash your walls, your doors, your windows, whatever. And it helps to banish, uh, and this is anything. So if you want to banish, uh, negative energy, thoughts, people, whatever. Now I have to put a disclaimer. This is witchcraft, um, and, this is not a guarantee to get rid of anything. I have to put that in there because I did have somebody say that they did a banishing spell and it didn't work and they were mad at me and whatever. Um, sometimes the spells work how out how they should be. It also, if you do a spell and it falls flat, there's a lot of different things that could have gone wrong. Um, your intention might not have been very clear. The universe says, no, that's not for your highest good <laughs> and does not grant you that. Um, so before you get angry that a spell doesn't work, also make sure you're doing the work. Are you actively, if you're trying to banish somebody from your life and you're still calling them or texting them or showing up where you think they usually show up, then that's not doing the work first. So do the work. Okay. So baking soda can also work great for cleansing your tools. So if you run out of salt, and you would like to cleanse your spiritual tools, like your bells, your athames, whatever else you got on your altar and you'd like to cleanse them energetically, you can use baking soda. So get a bowl, stick your tools in that bowl and let them soak. Um, oh, and it's also used for detoxing. I use, I do a detox bath probably once a week. I think I'm due for one yesterday. <laughs> Anyway, so what I do is put, like, I don't know, I have to look at my, I'll, I'll get the recipe out. I'm pretty sure I shared it before, but it's uh, sea salt, baking soda, and then whatever essential oils you want. But it's a really great aura cleansing detox type bath. The next thing I saw in there was oregano. <laughs> and oregano is for healing, happiness, and strength. I really love it when it's burned. It smells really cool. And olive oil. So if you have olive oil or vegetable oil, whatever, that can stand in for whatever oil it's asking for. And you can be used for carrot to be a carrier oil as well. If you're trying to make yourself some kind of um, oil blend that you need a carrier oil. Of course, test it on your skin. The They say like the inside of your elbow is really sensitive skin. So if you put a tiny bit of whatever you're trying to test there, um, it's going to be the the sensitive spot and you'll see if you're going to have a reaction. So I always recommend if you're going to put a new oil on your skin of any kind, whether it's a carrier oil or an essential oil, you need to do some kind of spot test so that you don't give yourself hives. <laughs> so tiny, tiny spot. Um, most of us have incense or some form of that. And any, like right now, I, I'm trying to think of the majority of my incense is probably going to be 
that Nog Champa and uh, Sandalwood. So, ooh, yeah, or Super Hit. Anyway, <laughs> I like incense. Um, anyway, if you do not have anything to cleanse with and you normally use sage, you can totally take an incense stick and make sure you have a plate or something underneath that, not a paper one, <laughs> so that it catches all the ashes, but you can totally, you know, smoke cleanse your house with an incense stick. I do it all the time and not even during quarantine. I just do that just cuz. <laughs> and candles. So you may only have access to white candles from the dollar store or that's all you have in your house is just the white candles, which is mostly what I buy. And I was trying to, somebody asked me the other day, um, does it matter what color candle you're going to use in a spell? And it's a more difficult question than it seems. So for me, it does not matter what color that candle is because I know that whatever magic is happening is happening inside of me and and releasing into the world, into the universe to be sent back. So when I have a candle, I can use just a plain old white one. If I want to carve somebody's name on it, if I'm doing a healing spell and I need to focus my energy on them with consent, of course, that is how I do it. But if you feel like you really need, say, a black candle and you do not have a black candle, all you have is um, a white one. There are a couple different things you can do to help you focus instead of... Um, instead of just having that white candle plane. So first, you can carve symbols into it. So you can either write on them with a pen or, I mean, a marker or something that it's hard to get a marker to draw on a candle. I tried and it looks spotty at best, but if you can draw on a candle, you can draw names, symbols. If it's a protection candle, draw a bunch of protection sigils or runes around it um, that make it a protection candle for you. You can also... I painted one today just to check it out to see if it worked because I had this idea that I could paint a white candle um, with my black nail polish and it totally worked and it didn't blow up. I was like, ooh, it's got to be flammable and it's going to make a mess. But I let it burn and it didn't do anything bad. And then I went ahead and just like put the fire directly on the part of the candle with the um, nail polish and it all it did was melt the wax. So so in a pinch, um, if you have black nail polish or any color nail polish and you want to change your white candle color to that color, I think it should be fine. Now, I'm going to put in a little disclaimer here. My nail polish may not have the same ingredients as your nail polish. So if yours blows up or makes a giant candle torch, I am not responsible. <laughs> so test it first. Um, don't don't do the whole candle. Just do the little place next to the wick. Light the wick and see if there's a reaction once the fire and that heat starts getting um, towards the nail polish part. And make sure it's all dried before you start doing this. But anyway, that should work just fine. And like I said earlier, um, if you want to dress a candle, um, put a little olive oil in on I just put it on a plate. <laughs> Honestly, I get a kitchen plate out. I put some olive oil on there and then I roll my candle in it and I actually let it dry just a tiny bit and let it get sticky. And then I roll it in whatever herb, which I will have on another plate, <laughs> you know, in the same, you know, same plate or same, same method, just on a plate. I roll, I sprinkle a bunch of the, the, uh, herbs on that plate and then I'll just roll the candle in it and then I let it dry. So 
for an example, if you were going to do a money spell and you didn't have a green or gold or whatever candle, then you could use, um, and you did have some white ones. So say you had a white pillar candle or, um, or a candlestick or whatever, and that's all you had was white. Then you could, you know, roll it in a little bit of oil. And then in the other plate, you could combine something like, oh, maybe nutmeg and basil maybe some dill and cinnamon, and maybe, let's see, let's add, oh, let's add just a little bit of chili powder to speed it up, and I would roll, I would then roll my uh, dipped candle, my oil dipped candle, or oil rolled candle in all of that, and make sure it's pretty well covered, and then let it just dry for a little bit. Make sure it's dry, and then you can use it, but that is a great way to make your own abundance candle, your own money spill candle, without having to go, go, well, I need a green one or I need a gold one. Um, this gives you that intention and you're doing it. And to me, when you put that much effort into your magic, I think it makes it more powerful. And I'm probably cutting my foot off here, but I make these tools and honestly, me making my own tools and then using them, I think it makes my magic stronger. So if you have the chance to make your own tools, go for it. Um, and if you don't, that's fine too. <laughs> You're, you're who helps support me. So I, I appreciate the crap out of you. Thank you so much. Um, what else? Oh, so I was trying to think of essential oils. So like some of us have essential oils and, um, you want to use them in a unique way. So if you have any of those Scentsy warmers, you can put a little bit of, uh, carrier oil of some sort in the, the little reservoir where the wax would go. And then put a couple drops of whatever essential oil you want in there. And I will use an oil burner like that in my room or area while I'm doing spells. So um, my go-to is that blend I make called Witch's Armor. And it's basically a protection blend of oils. And I will get, I have like a little oil burner thing. And I will come in my room prior like probably half an hour prior to actually doing any spells. And I will start, <coughs> excuse me, I will start that burner so that the oil has a chance to get warm and kind of fill up my room with that smell and that energetic protection. So then I feel like I'm walking into uh, a protected area to begin with. And I will crack my window just a tiny bit. So if there's any kind of negative energy in my room, it all goes out that window before I come in. So little tip there. <laughs> um, another thing is rubbing alcohol. So if you do not have any herbs to burn and you would like to cleanse your house, but you do have essential oils or you want to make a perfume um, for health and wellness or something and you don't know quite what you want to do, you can use rubbing alcohol and that as a base. Now, I don't like using it in perfumes or roller bottle things because I feel like I can still smell no matter what or, or what oil I put in there I feel like I can still smell that rubbing alcohol and it also doesn't mix very well so you have to really shake it up but you can put a little bit of that a little bit of rubbing alcohol in a spray bottle and then dump some 
of your uh, essential oils in there to make a spritz. And you can spritz your bed, your area, whatever, to help bring in whatever you're trying to do. So say I just want to bring peace into my home. So I put, let's just simple, let's put some lavender. So I have a spray bottle that I have put some um, rubbing alcohol. I probably would put some water in there too, some distilled water. And then my um, essential oils. And then you could totally use that as a, as a room spray. I prefer using witch hazel instead. It's not as strong as a smell, but you can totally use it. And then if anybody, I do not do a ton of hoodoo, but if you don't have any alcohol and the spell requires some kind of alcohol to be offered, then you can totally use rubbing alcohol. Stick it in a goblet or a cup or whatever and put it on your altar and that stands in for the whiskey or the bourbon or whatever you're needing. Um, ash. So I have a fireplace or a, a wood stove. Um, not everybody is going to have access to this, a wood stove or, or a fireplace. But if you do, take some, I do this regularly anyway, take some of the ash and bottle or put it in some jars because ash can be used to represent both earth and fire. So if you need, if you're out of supplies, you need something or you want something to, to represent earth and fire, ash can do that for you. It also um, is used as a stand-in. If, if you get a spell that says you need bone meal or bone ash, which I've only seen a couple of them and it's be, if they're speaking metaphorical. We don't actually get, I, and I, oh, um, let me backtrack. I realized that yes, some do use that, but you don't have to. You can use things that stand in for it and ash is one of those. So if it, it's a, sp a spell that says you need um, bone meal or bone ash, then you can totally use the ash from your stove or your fireplace. Also, a really cool thing you can do with ash is mix it to make a there mix it to make ink now you can either just put a little bit of water in there or you can use the rubbing alcohol um, I've never tried the rubbing alcohol method but I did look it up so it's an option as well but you just make it kind of a, a not a soupy not a soupy liquid and not a paste either. You want to hit somewhere in between so it flows nice so that it still has the viscosity to, you know, if you're using a quill or something to, to write with, it still will actually flow nice but not chunk up, if that makes any sense. <laughs> you can also go totally old school, make a paste, uh, a really watery, not a watery, a really, um, the in-between, but more of a paste. And you can use it for uh, putting sigils and s symbols and things around your home, on your trees, your boundary of your property. You can use that. Put it in a bowl, make kind of finger paint consistency, and you can paint your protection symbols all over things. You can put it on your garage, your house, whatever. Um, you can do it to yourself. What else? Oh, dirt. So dirt, go out in the front door grab some dirt. <laughs> and that is your earth representation. If you are having problems grounding, I highly recommend going getting some dirt, putting it on your altar and focusing on it. Smell it, really connect with your dirt. It's, that sounds so stupid, but it feels so good. If, especially if you're stuck in your home right now, if you can get your hands on some dirt, do it. <laughs>
um, and rocks from your driveway or a hike or whatever, you can use those to represent the elements too. Draw the, you can take a marker or paint them, um, draw the elemental symbols on them. If you are doing a money spell, paint your rocks to look like gold coins. There's so much cool creative stuff you can do with things that you just find. So I hope that gave you guys kind of an overall quick view of quarantine witchcraft. <laughs> um, and, and always, I do want to stress this so, so much. You are what makes the magic happen. The things, the tools are not what make it happen. The purpose of tools is to help manifest through visualization, through focusing our energy. Because when I'm thinking of releasing a bunch of intention into the world so that I can have, just say abundance, say I'm doing this abundance spell and I'm focusing so hard, to me, it helps me to see my candle and that fire because to me fire is like that action the action that I need to focus to to focus that intention um so that it can manifest it's why I burn stuff when I see it burning I see the transformation coming from basically a piece of paper which is my idea or my wish or my want or whatever and as it burns it turns to ash and smoke and to me that's releasing into the universe to to be manifested so that's what tools and that's what tools are tools are a way for us to get our human mind focused uh, enough to manifest things, but they are not required. You can totally do a spell by sitting down on the floor, meditating on whatever you want, and visualizing that the outcome. That is a spell all in itself. So I hope that helped. I hope you guys are all doing okay. I, I worry about everybody all day long. Um, I'm getting friends closer and closer to me that are dealing with friends that have the virus that have passed away or family members that have passed away from the virus. And it's very, I don't know, frustrating. I don't, that's not even the right word, but it's the only word I can think of right now. <laughs> it's very frustrating not to be able to comfort our friends physically. You know, go to them, show them, hey, I am literally here for you. <laughs> um... So for me, that's been kind of a struggle, not knowing how to help people, um, not knowing how to be there for them. So that's something I'm learning. And I think a lot of us are learning that we can totally be there for each other without physically being in the same room. Uh, I think that's a really cool byproduct of this is that I have realized who my support system really are who the, those people who I know um, have my back that notice if I'm not well, <laughs> um, notice if I need some cheering up or, or whatever. Um, so that's really been one eye-opening because there's some people I thought were, you know, in my circle of trust, <laughs> if that's what you want to call it, and they definitely aren't. So... It's been sad and, and happy at the same time. And I'm sure a lot of a lot of you are experiencing the same things. This is a very emotional time. Everybody has a, an opinion and it's not just an opinion. It's a very strong opinion for most of the world right now. 
and that's a lot of energy to deal with for anybody. So ground yourself, um, do the things. I am doing the things and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. So I'm journaling and meditating and trying to move my body um, every day. I'm trying to check up on friends and uh, focus my energy on productive things. I'm trying to catch up on my books that I have hoarded. <laughs> um, and this podcast, this this helps too. This is an every week thing. So I do the things. Some days I'm really good and those the things I am doing really, really help. But then there's days where they do, they, they're not going to because I'm just having a shit day. So what I'm getting at is don't stop doing the things. Um, take a break if you need to um, and just flow through it. There are days I don't want to do, I don't want to meditate. I don't want to freaking do yoga and I just don't. I do something else instead. I will read a book or journal longer or distract myself by checking on friends all day long. Um, You know, I I truly want to know how they're doing, but it also is a great way to focus my energy that I don't know what to do with. I have a ton of energy and nowhere to go with it, I feel like. I am a trapped Gemini. That's dangerous, people. (laughs) So check on your friends, have some video chats, talk to them, and that's how we're doing it. That way we can see each other's faces. It is a great distraction. It helps us stay connected, and it does help burn off some of that energy that we have that we don't know what the hell to do with. Um, Yeah, so if anybody out there is suffering um, from this virus, I am so sorry, and I wish this thing would just end and I wish that your suffering would cease and we could all be healthy and this would be past us. Um, I have a feeling it's not going to be as soon as we want it to be gone, but we are learning our lessons and I think if we embrace this as this is what it is, let's make the best out of it and accept that you're going to have shitty days. I'm not fluffy bunny spiritual. I don't think that we should bypass our shadow work or any of the shit happening. If you're having a, a rough relationship time, if you had a breakup, if you've had friends leave, don't bypass that by saying, I want to do a spell to get rid of my hurt. That's not going to work because you know what happens when you dodge any of that stuff is that it will come and smack you in the face when you least need it. So deal with your shit. <laughs> if you need help dealing with your shit, reach out to someone um, that that document that I put out a while ago, the COVID-19 resources, has tons of mental health um, numbers that you can call for different um, different reasons. So, or reach out to a best friend. Reach out, but don't suffer alone, okay? I'm gonna stop rambling now. So, I'm gonna go grab my inhaler because I feel a coughing fit coming on, and I will talk to you guys late. Wait, 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 wait. I forgot to mention class. So we started class in the WW Coven on Sunday with our very first assignment. I will be rolling out another assignment for them today. What I'm gonna do is basically, the first assignment was like an orientation type thing and then I will have an assignment um, for them this week. And this is going to to kick off our our learning adventure. And I'm very excited. Um, thank you so much for everybody who has decided to join on and, and do this journey with me. I am very, very excited. A lot of this is going to be done just in the group. Um, I'm not going to need materials for anybody to have. I'm not going to make you buy any books. This is 
just uh, you and me and the things that I have learned along the way. Um, I will maybe reference some books, so if you want to pick up some books, it's just something that I liked or that I learned a lot from, I will mention, but nothing, you're not going to need to buy anything. So if you would like to, to join in with the classes, go to witchywomanpodcast.com and click on join the coven. Any of the tiers get you into the, uh, the classes. So, and they get you into the coven. So, um, yeah, that's it. Um, don't forget to check out our sponsors. They are sending out your quarterly gifts for the Citrine group this week. Um, and those, the Citrine sponsors are Rena Dwelly of holistic healing therapeutics and crystal gade of earth mama creations we also have uh our amethyst sponsor shelly leggett and she is of lavender potions and she does all the readings for the citrine and the amethyst uh tears so check them out um go to my website which you woman podcast and click on sponsors and you can read all about them and they have amazing offerings right now um some great deals and um, new products coming out. So check them out and I will talk to you guys next week. And as always, stay witchy. Bye-bye.